The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Carol Royce. I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon, and it is a fabulous November 13th. And Josh, I have to say that fall is definitely in the air. <laughs> it is. Just driving here to the office, I can see the leaves changing. Yeah, right. What leaves? <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I am in, also in the studio today with Vicki Middlebrook. Hello, Vicki. Hello. Hey, we're going to talk about... Uh, I'm tempted to talk about the election, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to talk about our local Arizona real estate market. And, you know, many times we'll talk about custom homes. And several of you have said, so what differentiates a custom home? Well, Josh, a custom home is when you buy the lot mm-hmm. from a builder, from an owner. You uh, you get an Selective. architect and you or a designer. You draw out a floor plan. You hire a general contractor. You could be the general contractor, and you begin the building permit process, and then the building process. So that's a custom home, right? Mm-hmm. So, Vicky, what's a production home? When you go out to a set builder, and they have a subdivision, and they have the model homes out there, and maybe they have three to five homes that they're offering within that community, and you take a look, and you get to say, okay, I want to buy this particular home, they'll tell you what lot you can build that particular home on, and away you go in a production home. That's right. That's right. So Josh and Vicki, so here's something that the amazing that's happened over the past several years is typically our custom homes really outpace in value and equity and appreciation mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the production homes. Our custom homes do that, right? But lately, uh, some of these production homes have been coming way up in value, and we're selling them, Vicky, for a million five, a million eight, uh, some even right under that million, uh, under that two million dollar mark. That's right. So, you know, I just wanted to clarify what a production home was and what a custom home was. And again, on a on a production home, you can pick a model. You can't make a lot of custom changes. It's pretty much the way the builder has it. You pick the floor plan that you like. The you can go to the design center and pick flooring and cabinets and uh you know, lighting fixtures and other fixtures, Josh, but mm-hmm. but you're pretty you're you're tied into a floor plan. Yeah, I mean, they're going to restrict a lot of even just the elevations you can choose depending on law. I mean, it's very different from, say, custom. It is very different from custom. And one of the reasons I brought this up is because we're going to talk about a cu- several of our custom homes that we have on the market. And again, when you go into these neighborhoods, Vicki, where these custom homes are, the elevations are different. Uh, they look different. It's not every home or every fourth home is the same floor plan. It's they're they're totally different in their presentation. Right. Usually you'll only see, sometimes you'll see that builder only built one home within that community. Other times you might see where that builder bought several lots Mm. or maybe the builder was building in there and somebody was driving around and said, I like the way that home looks. Maybe I'll call that custom home builder and see if they can build on my lot. So you just don't see as many of the custom home builder repeating within the same community typically. No, these communi- these communities do do have a distinct look about them because the mm-hmm. homes are different and generally Josh and Vicky they're on larger lots. 
They're not they're not your 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 production home typical lot size of ten thousand to say twenty thousand square feet. They're on three quarters of an acre and sometimes even bigger. Yeah, half acre to acre lots or mm-hmm. plus we mm-hmm. see a lot and in different types of gated communities or they're also in subdivisions where there's a lot of views. Well that's very true. So we're going to talk about a custom home that we have. It's in it's in a beautiful gated neighborhood in Gilbert. Uh, Palacia and Picasso Homes built it, and we know them because over the years, Vicky, we've done a lot of work with with uh, Picasso and Palacio Homes. They are quality builders. Yes. I myself had a custom home built by them. You did. I absolutely did. So this house is in Gilbert on Encinas Avenue, priced just at a million twenty five thousand. And it is totally custom, about 3,700 square feet on a big lot at the Groves of Superstition. So I would say that if you are looking for a custom home out there, Josh, mm-hmm. pick up the phone and call me, Carol Royce, 480-776-5231, because we've got them all over the valley, Josh. We do. I mean, I think a lot of people, when they think of luxury and custom, they immediately gravitate to Scottsdale and Paradise Valley. Mm-hmm. But there's so many custom builders and these communities all throughout the valley. So if you're looking for a sp- specific area, mm-hmm. we can find that home for you. Yeah. So again, Vicki, we do have a lot of custom homes. I know that you sell a lot of our, well, most of our high-end homes. And you've certainly got a, a a whole group of these beautiful quality custom homes, custom design. And they're, t- they're, they're usually just so well built. Yes, they are. We have a beautiful custom home over in the Chandler area at Ray and Kyrene. And this home is coming on the market at $2.2 million, and it's over on Victoria Place. But what I like about this home is the seller um, hired a general contractor to remodel some of the rooms in the home. So he wanted today's current trends, and he wanted to paint the exterior of the house a beautiful white color and the interior and freshen it up and bring the quartz and the different amenities and the marble flooring into the home. So um, this is a beautiful basement home. It's approximately 5,654 square feet. It's a big home. Over on Victoria Place, and it is a basement home. So um has a... F- you know, has several of the rooms upstairs on the main level and one bedroom downstairs in the basement with a theater room and a huge secondary family room. Well, that's the thing too, Josh. On a lot of these custom homes, you do get different amenities. You do mm-hmm. get the theater room. You do you get the you do get casitas. You do get the larger lots with with the bigger swimming pools and 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 ramadas and so so you have more there to offer many many times. Definitely. And I think even just with basements, there's not a whole lot of communities here in the Valley that have them. I mean, some of the, the track homes kind of went that route, mm-hmm. but they're they're rarer. Mm-hmm. So I think when you are in that custom, you know, arena, you definitely have more amenities, like you said, to choose from. Well, and I will tell you, Vicki, we do, we do specialize in custom built homes. Well, talking about custom built mm-hmm. homes, we actually have new construction. Oh, that's uh, right. A custom home builder has built this house over in Santan Valley, and it's priced at $700 thousand and the address there is 4464 east vista grande and the home is move-in ready and what i like about it it sits on 1.275 acres so everything in this house is brand new because it's a brand new construction custom home and it's four bedroom three full baths and it's 2,652 square feet with a lot of upgrades a beautiful open kitchen you know what that sounds like a great price 
for and that, it's a great price for for a lot that large. You know that, and it has a six car tandem garage. Oh, six! Hey, car lovers, uh huh. <laughs> those of you that love cars, we know who you are. You're listening to us right now. We know we know who you are. If you want that six car garage, you need to pick up the phone and call me, Carol Royce. 480-776-5231. Vicki, you know, speaking speaking of six-car garages, we've sold many homes with six-car, seven-car, even one recently eight-car garage. So if you are a car lover or if you are a collector, mm-hmm. you need to call us because we have access, Josh, to many of these beautiful properties that can accommodate many, many cars for our car collectors. We do. And here in Arizona, I mean, obviously we have the Barrett-Jackson. So cars are kind of a huge part of our state. And kind of the events that we have. Um, I've sold some houses that have massive garages myself. So yeah, if you're looking for something that has that kind of feature, we're the, the team to call. Hey Vicki, let's get into our luxury report. Yeah, so all data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service, servicing Maricopa and Pinal County. So currently, Carol and Josh, there are 2,020 luxury homes for sale priced from $1 million to a high of $55 million. The current average price luxury for sale home in the Valley million with days on market averaging 94 days. So they are going up the days on market. Coming soon, there's 71 properties from 1,040,000 to a high of 11,000,000 getting ready to come on the market. Some of these are available for showings today and you're not going to have access to these if you're looking online. So reach out to the Carroway's team today and we can give you the information on those homes. Under contract in escrow, there's 589 luxury homes priced from 1 million to just under 15 million. The average price luxury home in escrow is 2.19 million with days on market averaging 79 days. If we take a look at what sold closed escrow just since last week's show, we had 58 homes close. Price range from 825,000 to a high of 5.2 million. But now let's take a look at what is going on with that yearly average price sold luxury home in the Valley. It's still running around 1.87 million with average days on market 51 days. Since the first of the year, we've had 5,115 luxury homes close escrow. The highest year to date, 28.1 million. I know, Carol, you like to track what's going on in that over 1.5 million mm-hmm, and above. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The yearly sales have been 2,384 with an average price of 2.63 million and days on market 61 for those homes averaging over 1.5 million. Yeah, and you know the reason Vicky that we went to that 1.5 million and Josh is because many that th- that includes many under um, that that includes many production homes and we really did want to separate out our custom home neighborhoods and the sales in the, in the truly custom homes. Yeah, I mean there is such a difference there just even in appliance features, right. I mean tons right. of things rather than right. what you would find in a production home. So. And and the neighborhood, the look of the neighborhood yeah from gated to guard gated communities right, right. elevations different things like that so you are listening to caraway's real estate show we're here with you every sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m remember your home sold guaranteed or carol will buy it pick up the phone give her a call today at 480-776-5231 or you can always go to our website that's carolhasthebuyers.com carolhasthebuyers.com when we come back after this short 
break, we're going to continue talking about our local Arizona real estate market. You're going to want to stay tuned because we want you to be educated on what's going on. Oh, in this because there's ever changes. So changing there are changes every day, Josh. Every day there are changes, and we're going to bring them to you. Come on back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I'm here with you every single Sunday afternoon. And, Josh, you know what? Not only is fall in the air... But there's something called Turkey Day right around the corner. <laughs> uh, it'll be here before we know it. It'll be here before we know it. And we are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving with our families. And, you know, we work with a great organization called Save the Family. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, tell us a little bit about Save the Family. Yeah. So, Save the Family is an organization outside of Mesa that deals with, you know, families and homelessness. Um, since we are in real estate, we love them. We support them. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many families out there who just kind of get swept away with life and end up in a homeless kind of cycle. Right. And Save the Family aims to fix that. One thing in particular that I like is that, you know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, we have partnered with them to give families a full Thanksgiving meal. We do. So we buy the turkey, Vicki. We buy the stuffing. We buy the, the, the bag of potatoes. We buy the cranberry. We buy the green beans, the rolls. And, and we do everything, everything, including the roasting pan, the gravy, the chicken broth, everything, Josh, so that that family now can, can take this food basket home and prepare a thanksgiving meal for their family exactly and for some of these families this might even be the first thanksgiving meal they've had as a family ever so i know that that is one reason vicky that i love save the family so much because they really do save families well one thing about statistically um what save the families taught us is that that homelessness turns into a cycle and it mm-hmm. becomes generational so their goal and mission also is to break that cycle True. so they want to teach mom and or dad if there's a dad there in the household how to prepare the meal how to have a birthday party for the kids mm-hmm. how to have a career how to do things that goes on in a normal household because sometimes they've gotten out of balance or out of sync with that type of a lifestyle. So that's what I love. It's the whole package over at Save the Family. Not just helping them find a home, but they really want to mentor that family. That is a great thing. And that's a great word, Vicki, because they do mentor the family. And again, Josh, many of these families are forced into homelessness because the rents have gone up so Mm -hmm. high in Maricopa and Pinell County, and they might have just been hanging on by a thread in, in, in an apartment. But once that rent goes up, they just can't make the rent payment. They can't. And I mean, no matter the uh, situation or circumstance Mm -hmm. that they get into homelessness, again, Save the Family has been a huge organization at trying to break that cycle. And I just love everything that they do have beyond Thanksgiving, Um, getting, you know, financial literacy for a lot of these people. Um, They've got all sorts of resources, even just clothing and uh, a lot of things that people take for granted, like cleaning supplies they supply to these houses. So. We do volunteer quite a bit with Save the Family. Not only do we give them our time, but we also, Vicki, donate to their Thanksgiving food drive where we provide the full Thanksgiving dinner and for their Christmas drive. And they're back to school. And back to school. We help mm-hmm. support those kids get, yep. you know, the backpacks yes. and all the school yes. supplies to help make them have a successful year. But one thing I like our listeners to mm-hmm. know is we always say that when you 
use the Carol Race team or you refer the Carol Race team to friends, family members, co-workers, you're helping save families because we do give a portion of our income to save the family. So it's not all business at the Carol Race team. It's about giving back as well. Well, giving back as well. And let me just say a couple of other things. You know, we just had Veterans Day and that is a day where we really do honor those that, that went to war or served in the military uh, for, for the freedoms that we love and f- for the freedoms that we desire in this gun- great country called the United States of America. So our hats off to all of you vets out there. Definitely. I mean, even our, our right to vote that just happened in the recent mm-hmm. elections. So there's so many freedoms that were allotted from veterans. One thing that veterans get is that VA loan ability um, to, ah, to yes, use. Josh. And I'm actually working with um, a seller right now who's, you know, uh, working with the VA loan. So it's it's been kind of interesting. I know the past couple of years, the VA loan hasn't been as prominent since we've had so many cash sales, but we're definitely seeing that back in full force. Um, I think if you are a veteran out there and maybe you kind of got caught up in the whirlwind that was the past two years of real estate, this might be a great time for you now. And we know the VA well. Yes, we do. Yes, Um, we we do. We work with lenders who know it as well. So Mm -hmm. we can definitely get you in a home. Well, you know that the VA loan is great for our veterans. It is. Because you can buy a house with zero money down. Mm-hmm. literally zero money down and finance 100% of that house. And the loan values go up pretty high. Uh, if you want to put money down, we're doing a, a VA loan on a property now, Josh, and that vet's putting 150000 down. Yeah. So you've got the flexibility. You've got the flexibility. But again, this is something that, that our country has put into place for veterans to say thank you for what you've done for us. So if you're a vet and you want to buy a house, you need to call us. We can help you. That's right. One thing I want to mention is we have a lot of vets here in this great state of Arizona. And then with having you know Luke Air Force Base here. And one thing is that VA loan is not utilized as much as it could. And just alone in the month of October, only 7% of the home sales that happened in October actually used a VA loan. And that's one thing that I know that um, lenders are really trying to educate the veterans. Hey, you served and you have this great loan available. Go ahead and use it. Yeah, we're we're happy to talk with you. Pick up the phone and call us, Carol Race at 480-776-5231 if you are a vet. And we'll be happy to share with you how you can use your VA loan. And Josh, you made a great point. Uh, back when the market was sizzling, sizzling hot, mm-hmm. you know, uh, two offers would come in, three offers would come in. One was cash, one was conventional, and one was VA. The seller, nine times out of ten, took the cash offer. It was kind of the path of least resistance. They True. had a little more certainty that they'd make it to the closing table. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where mm-hmm. most sellers went. Mm-hmm. But now there's definitely um, a lot of incentive for sellers to go the VA route. So, Well, and just in case of point, Vicki, let's just go back quickly to your to your uh, over to your million dollars. And when you take a look at those days on market, again, we're running anywhere from 94 days to active properties on the market. Oh, now, you're that's talking about over a million. Over. Yes. That's over a million. But, but what that says is that now, Josh, with 94 days, 72 days, whatever the days on market are, we have time. Those vets would have time. Any home buyer would now have time to go out and take a look at a home and have a day or two to to actually put together an offer on that home. 
Definitely. And I think in a market like this, there's even negotiations that can happen. So oh, yeah, we're seeing that. whether you're moving into a home that's moving ready or mm-hmm. you are moving into one that needs a little bit of work, all of that work might not be your sole responsibility now, whereas it could have been a couple years ago. Well, and we have buy downs because mm-hmm. the interest rate is creeping up in that seven range. And and we do have buy downs and many of our sellers, Vicki, will offer a buy down to the buyer, meaning that they, they will buy the interest rate down. So if it starts at seven, then the first year would be five, the second year would be six, and the third year would be seven. And I'm just using these as examples. Mm-hmm. Right. And just in the month alone of October, we saw that 44% of all closings had buyer concessions, meaning that the seller paid money towards the buyer's loan, mm-hmm. their closing cost at title company, or if they did a buy down on that interest 44% rate. 44% is a lot. That's a lot. So we are seeing where um, there are things that are positive for buyers mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So if you're a buyer and you miss the boat, don't feel scared in this market just because interest rates are up. There's so many other pros for you. Mm. And again, that rate's only going to be up for a period of time. And then you can always refinance that house. That's right. And you know, Josh, many of the sellers that we meet with, they are, they're willing to give a concession to mm-hmm. that buyer for the interest rate buy down because nine, you know, many of the sellers have had a tremendous run up in their equity. Yeah, I mean, we used to appreciate it, you know, 7% a year, and it definitely skyrocketed in the past couple. So there's there's some healthy equity there. I think a lot of sellers are starting to realize that it might be worth, you know, losing a small portion of that to, to move on with their goal and their dream um, and still capitalize on that equity before, you know, the market could shift a little worse. That is so true. And, you know, when we come out and meet with you, one of the things that we want to know, and you, you, in, you mentioned something important, Josh. What are your goals and what are your dreams as a home seller and as a family? We want to know that so we can help you reach those goals and help your family attain the dreams that they have. Definitely. I mean, I know that whenever a family does reach out to us, there's a reason they called us. Mm -hmm. And usually that is, you know, our house isn't fitting our needs anymore, whether it's too small, too big. I mean, they need to move on to another phase of their life. And so we're here to help with that. And rather than just kind of, you know, taking a a dilly-dally approach, we do so much here at the Carol Royce team. But understanding your goal kind of gives us a reason as to how we're going to sell your house. Exactly. And your Um, time frame and your needs and and the wants of you and your family. It's important, yes. Um, We just helped a family over in the North Scottsdale area. They came to us and said, you know, We've had a great time living in this house. We we bought it eight years ago. We remodeled the house. And now we just want kind of a simpler life. We still want to live in the North Scottsdale area, but we'd like to live in a gated community. Um, we would like to have a smaller yard with the same amenities we have in our in our backyard, but just not as big of a lot. And so we went out, we looked at several homes, and they were able to make an offer, get their offer accepted, and they're excited because they'll be closing next week. But they said, you know, we're not sure if we could have done this in the market, say, six months ago. It would have been very difficult. It would have been very difficult because had they put their home on the market, sold their home, maybe they would not have found a home, and then maybe they would have been living in a VRBO or a hotel or with family members. And unless you really want to do that, unless you really have a desire to live in an apartment or a VRBO on a temporary basis, Josh, that is not our goal for you. No, I, I've worked with sellers who have, you know, bounced around from multiple of those VRBOs, and I That's can only imagine how much it is to, to move mm-hmm. and pack that many times. 
Yeah. So again, our goal is to help you reach your goal. And, and we do that at the Carol Reese team. We do it. We do it seven days a week and, and we do it with joy and we do it with Thanksgiving. Vicki? Yeah, we also um, want to serve you and your family. So you've been listening to the Carol Reese Real Estate Show at... 550 KFYI. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, your home sold guaranteed or Carol will buy it for cash. <laughs> I'll buy that home for cash. That's right. I'll tap into that piggy bank. Me me and Terry Broadshaw, well, you know, he guards his cash. I guard mine, but I'll buy it for cash. You can reach out to us today at 480-776-5231. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, welcome back on this fabulous, fabulous day, uh, Sunday afternoon. It's fall in Arizona, and I'm sure somewhere there's some leaves turning red and yellow, Josh. <laughs> not around here, a few, but not really around here. But I'm sure somewhere there are leaves turning red and yellow. <laughs> I'm sure it's gorgeous up north. I'm sure it's gorgeous up north, too. Got a little snow up north, too. It's just absolutely amazing. But anyway, you know, Josh, we were talking earlier about our veterans, and we just celebrated Veterans Day and talked a little bit about the VA loan. And, you know, we we really want you, if you are a veteran, to take advantage of what Mm -hmm. is in front of you. So, again, I just want to emphasize, if that's you, pick up the phone and call me, 480-776-5231. You might be amazed at what... What you could qualify for, especially if you're renting mm-hmm. or if you're in a small home and you want to get into a larger home. I think that that even with the interest rates where they are today, you know, you could probably get into a home for about the same price you're renting. I'm sure. And I mean, if you are a veteran who's renting, I mean, one thing we know here at the Carroll Royce team is that one of the fastest ways to build wealth in this country is through the ownership of residential real estate. So we want to help you, especially you've served our country. Let us serve you in this regard. I love that, Josh. You know, the other thing, too, on our on our site uh, would be the 27 seller tips. So if you're thinking Mm -hmm. of getting your home on the market, we have 27 tips that we have designed for you, the seller, that you could take a look at and help you get your home ready to come on the market. Uh, The other thing, too, is home inspection. Uh, You know, uh, we can do a home inspection prior to coming on the market. That way we know that there's not going to be any issues with your home. Uh, One of the things that I love, Vicki, and we've been very good at is offering flash appraisals. So for $150, we can get an appraisal on your home. It's an appraisal. And typically these appraisals, Josh, run anywhere between $500 and $650. -hmm. But we have arranged with uh, an appraisal company to be able to offer those to our listeners at at a price of $150. That that's a great price, Vicky, and that's a that's a good option for you as a home seller to know exactly what an appraiser would praise your home for. Yeah, what it does also it sets sets the bar for when a buyer agent or a buyer is coming through your home and they're, you know, negotiating an offer. Now there's some solid data that says it's not you the home seller, it's not us the real estate agent, but it's a licensed appraisal company saying here's the value of the home and we've seen where homes have sold for more money because of just doing that simple i so agree and and we have the proof and you know the other thing too about an appraisal josh is is the typically uh, we have noticed that many times square footage is incorrect yeah, I've seen that time and time again, mm-hmm. whether it's coming from County Reporter or the recorder's mm-hmm. office, mm-hmm. or maybe a seller just thinks it's higher. So when they do that appraisal, they're able to actually map out that house and get the accurate square footage. And in many cases, I've seen 
scene where, you know, the square footage initially was smaller than what we found after that appraisal. Mm-hmm. So that can be a huge asset when you're selling your home. Well, it is because, because um, Vicky, say it's 3,500 square feet is what, what it's being marketed at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's just go the other way. And, and so it gets under contract, the buyer gets an appraisal, and it comes out, and it's really not 3,500 square feet. It's 3,200 square feet. Well, there's 300 square feet there. And the buyer says, I'm paying. I'm paying you for 3,500 square feet. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we want you to reduce your price on a price per square foot down to where it's accurate at 3,200. We eliminate all of these little potential problems. But Josh, on the upside, and Vicki, you've discovered this a lot. Many times, if you just go to the tax records, the square footage is smaller than it really is. And that's a real benefit to the home seller. Because I think what you're trying to say, Carol, is that it's recorded smaller on the county mm-hmm. tax records. True. However, the appraiser finds missing square footage. Which is very important. I, I find that happens a lot. And here's why. People, people are always questioning that um, when you build with one of the production builders, and let's say you go into that new home community, they have options. Mm-hmm. However, they've already kind of said what lots that floor plan will work on, as well as they have a, a plot map that you're going to actually take the house and put it onto the map to see if it fits the size. When that builder records the house that you select, they're just giving that general information, I find, to the Maricopa County or Pinal County into their data, right? But you might have taken a bay window that bumps that square footage out. You might have taken an extension mm-hmm. and done a couple custom changes if they had some options. Some of these builders do have options for that. and so Or you took a bonus game room. You Maybe it had a four-car garage, and you decided you wanted a third-car garage, and you wanted that that fourth-car bay to actually be a craft room or something. So what happens is that square footage only gets recorded of what that actual builder floor plan was before these adjustments. True. And, and that's so, why there's a lot of missing square footage out there in the valley. A lot of missing square footage. And that missing square footage could cost you a home seller a lot of money. It could. That's that's why we really do like to get our houses with a flash appraisal so that, so that the square footage is correct, Josh, so that the value is correct, so that the comps that are using are actually comparables that an appraiser would use. Because, you know, one thing we know, Josh, is that you don't take a single story and compare it to a two-story exactly they're they're just two different apples and oranges you well, don't it's cheaper take to a, build a single level mm-hmm. i mean it's cheaper to build a two-story than a single level right mm-hmm. you don't compare a basement home to a non-basement home mm-hmm. and and if possible you don't compare a pool to a home without a pool because of because of the uh, uh adjustments that you have to make so there are all sorts of little things that these appraisers do and and it's just to to our seller's benefit many times or to a seller's benefit if they can have that flash appraisal i would say so i mean it just really gives a lot of people certainty whether it's you the Mm -hmm. home seller knowing that you're selling your house for an accurate price or the home buyer knowing that they're actually buying a home that is a certified you know Mm -hmm. price and good Mm -hmm. deal to them um i think it moves the process that much more forward Let's talk about, too, standing out in this market. We all know that inventory is rising. And so when your home can stand out by having the appraisal or um, different things like that, it just sets that 
kind of safe zone for that buyer to say that's a good way to put it i've got 20 homes that i'm looking at and i like Mm -hmm. and this one Mm -hmm. already has some of this work done up front that gives me a safety net as a buyer to know that i'm okay because there's so many unknowns on the other homes out there so many unknowns and anything we can do to take your home to the top of that buyer list, we're going to do everything we can to get mm-hmm. your home elevated to the top of that buyer list. Hey, the other thing I wanted to talk about is who writes the ad that will sell your home? You know, we use this a lot, and this is a critical, critical feature. Vicki, we took over a property not long ago from another real estate company, and they had 63 photographs in the multiple list. 63. Yes. The first 15 were of the very same front of the house. I see that all the time. The first 15. Josh, how many how many homes, how many photographs will a buyer look at before they swipe by? They're looking at five or six before they lose interest. <laughs> five or six before they lose interest. So, Vicki, we, uh, we listed that property. We were the do-over agent. And how long did it take us to get it sold? Uh, right away. And I mean, yes, <laughs> I see that all the time, like Vicki was saying. And one mm-hmm. thing I see out mm-hmm. there is just the descriptions. Some of these, you know, brokerages out there don't really believe in putting much of anything there. But what we know is that the buyer might not be coming from your neighborhood. They might not know true. the amenities or what you love very about true. the home. And we want to paint the full story. Well, many times they're sitting, they're sitting on their computer in front of, you know, Sunday football or, or, or Friday night or whatever they're doing. You think they're sitting home. on their computer in front of Sunday football? <laughs> well, I'm not, just teasing. They're not watching the card. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, they're, they're, looking on, they're looking on their computer or their smart mm-hmm. devices, and they're looking at these houses. And you know what we've always said at the Calrissian? They're looking for a reason to, to uh, swipe past your house, mm-hmm. right? Because if they, can, if they can reject enough houses, they're going to find the right one, correct? Right. So we don't want them rejecting our houses. Well, here's we why. a lot of time here. Here's why words matter. Yes. And who writes the description about your home. Not only is the photo order important, but that description matters. Because there are certain words in that description that are also searchable as keywords. So when a buyer goes into any site, hey, they go onto Google, let's say, and they're Googling um, five-bedroom homes in Phoenix, Arizona with swimming pools. And they're putting these keywords in and then they're saying some other words. Some of the words that are in that description can pull up in that buyer's home search. Absolutely. So mountain views. Yes. Basement home, swimming pools, four-car garage. Well, let's just go into details. There's all kinds of studies out there that if you have quartz countertops or granite countertops or if you have a barn door, Mm -hmm. all of these little features need plantation shutters, wood shutters. All of that matters in that description based on homes that sell for more money. Isn't that amazing? So I grew up on a farm. And barn doors weren't that important, Josh. (laughs) I mean, it was important when you went into the barn to feed the chickens and the goats that you close the barn door, but they weren't as popular as they are today in houses. But I digress. That's another subject (laughs) from long ago. Yeah. Hey, I mean, this has been a fun. This has been a fun discussion, and you know what? It, it's it's very good to to give you, our listeners, these ideas and these suggestions on what to do if you're thinking about putting your home on the market. One of the first things you do, Josh, is what? Call you me. Can call the Carol Royce team. Amen to that. Four eight zero seven seven six five two three one. But you can go on our sites and you can pull these reports or call me, and I'm happy, happy, happy to send them to you. 
Definitely. I mean, on our team, let us do the hard work. There's over 128 steps that we do when we take a home into our inventory. Um, we'll do all the heavy lifting and we'll make sure that you can move on to that next home or whatever your goal is. Absolutely, Vicki. Yeah, we can help you with your home sale as well as the purchase of a new home. Maybe you're thinking of relocating out of the state. Maybe the election changed your attitude. <laughs> right. Who knows? There's a lot of talk about that. I've been hearing some rumbling. But at the end of the day, we can also help you find a great real estate team that can help you where you're going as well. So we want to be um, a service provider for you. Yes. Absolutely, we do. And we're here to serve you at a very high level. Hey, you have been listening to me, Carol Rice. We're here every single Sunday afternoon. Call me, 480-776-5231. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome, everybody. This is Carol Rice, and we are returning back here. Now we're going to be talking about that under-a-million market. And, you know, Vicki, that's probably where the bulk of our Maricopa County, Pinell County real estate is done, is is under that million-dollar mark. That seems to be where most people live. Although we do sell a lot of homes on the Carol Rice team, many, 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 many homes well over that million-dollar mark. But let's right. talk a little bit about under-a-million. What's going on yeah. now? So if we break down what's going on in the under a million market, single family detached homes for sale. Currently, there's 13,857 of those homes. Average price point, $514,932. Days on market are averaging 72 days for those actives. Coming soon, these are homes getting ready to come on the market. Some are allowing showings. There's 332 wow. of those priced from 139000 to just under $1 million. Wow. Okay. Under contract in escrow, there's 4,585 single-family detached homes with buyers on them. Okay. The average price point for those homes, $495,594. Mm-hmm. Days on market, 58 days. Now, if we take a look at what closed escrow, buyers now have the keys on these Mm -hmm. homes. Just since last week's show, there were 623 homes, and the average price point, $481,139 for the closed escrow price. But here's something interesting, Carol and Josh. The average list price was $492,217 for those homes. That's a difference of $11,078. So that's how much was negotiated on average off of the price of the home. What we don't have knowledge to is how much was the average for, say, seller concessions. Did they buy down the rate? Did they pay closing costs for the buyer? Um, But that was strictly just the negotiating part off the list price of the home. Well, you re- you reported earlier in your report that 44% of home sellers did participate in the buyer's closing cost, either with a buy-down or helping the buyer with their closing yeah, costs. Yeah, and that was so, the month of October, so, so I would 44%, imagine. 44%, so probably that. Again, this month, too. Exactly, that, that if was If not there. higher, because more sellers are catching on to that strategic way of helping out buyers right now. And the average days on market for those homes that actually closed escrow, They were at 60 days. So we are seeing days on market go up. So it is taking longer Mm -hmm. to sell a home Mm -hmm. um, than what it was just a few months ago. True, but Josh, we're still, you know, if you ask me, we have not transitioned into a buyer's market. We are leaning that way, 
But we have not transitioned into a buyer's market. Yeah, I think our market is balancing out more than it is shifting into a buyer's mm-hmm, market. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's interesting to me is that back in April and before April, you know, we were averaging about 8,000 to you know 10,000 homes under contract week mm-hmm, after week. Mm-hmm. Now we're at about 4,000. So while we can't really quantify buyer demand out there, we can definitely see that there's less things under right. contract. Right. And that's definitely taking a toll on our market. I mean, the rise of inventories as well, the interest rates, there's right. a lot of factors. But with there not being as much demand, I can see why days on the market are lengthening. Well, absolutely. But but you know, still still that's not a bad market when you're when you're talking about sixty days, seventy days it takes to get a home under contract. You know, two months, just under three months, and a balanced market is six months. It right. is six months. So we're still we're still you know, some of our outlying communities, Josh, you make an interesting point, but some of our outlying communities have transitioned more into a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. When you're getting out into into the Buckeye, the Tonopahs, the Waddells, the Maricopas, the Casa Grants. What Coolidges. I've noticed is yes. it's usually the communities that still have lots of builder activity yeah, out there exactly. because they have so much new build to contend mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. You're competing with the new build and their incentives and different mm-hmm. things like that. They get pretty aggressive when they're carrying those new construction homes on offering incentives to the buyers. Yeah. So, you know, um, the other thing, remember, in October, we saw that there were um, 86% of all homes that went under contract just in the month of October. They did have, um, they were below list price. They sold below list price. Of course, because there is there is negotiation. Mm-hmm. There is negotiation. And what you just said too, Vicky, is about 11,000 11, and change negotiation that, that we are aware of, but that doesn't address the seller concession. So still not horrible. So if you put your house on the market for, for 500000 and you come off of your price uh, by $11,000, you're still getting a pretty good price for your house. And most sellers would move forward with that, Josh. I would say so. I mean, the average seller lives in their house, you know, five to six mm-hmm. years. And if you've owned your house for five to six years, you've definitely had some healthy appreci- appreciation there mm-hmm. with the buy down of your mortgage as well. So, I mean, a lot of sellers, I think, are willing to kind of spend that uh, to realize the gains they've had and move forward. Absolutely. And, you know, Vicki, uh, we talk about home inspections and how to inv- how to avoid home inspection traps, but home inspections are a reality. We always suggest to buyers for your protection, get a home inspection. Absolutely. And and we think that that's a great idea for the home seller and the home buyer. And you know, Josh, many times during the first quarter of the, of this year in mm-hmm. 2022, many buyers wrote their contracts without an inspection. They took the house in as is condition. Mm-hmm. No, no, and they waived no, it. They waived it. No inspections and no repairs required. You know, Vicki, on a typical, if you just take everything that we do in that under a million market and, and you just kind of average it, our sellers are doing some things on home inspections, but, but they're not spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Correct. Um, you know, we're strong negotiators when it comes to that, and we want to walk you through that process. But on a stand, if you take a look at our standard 
Arizona Association of Realtors purchase contract. Mm -hmm. It does allow for the buyer to have a 10-day home inspection period. Every once in a while, a buyer will stretch it out a few days, or sometimes they'll narrow that process down by a few days. But at the end of the day, that buyer has that 10-day inspection period to come in, hire a professional home inspector if they choose. They can bring roofing contractors over, HVAC, Mm -hmm. pool contractors Mm -hmm. over, Mm -hmm. and they can take a look at the home and get reports back and then they can actually come to you the home seller with a form called buyer's inspection notice seller's response we call it our binzer form and they can write up any items that they disprove of to give you the seller an opportunity to correct right and you the seller have five days to respond back to that buyer mm-hmm. if you say seller will make all repairs then the, then the negotiation on that is over the seller has agreed to make all the repairs if you the sellers say my response is as follows and you say i will fix this this and this but i am not going to do this then that opens it up for the buyer josh to say we'll move forward or we're going to cancel the contract mm-hmm. so it's negotiation and and these things are critical they're critical to, to deal with the real estate professionals that really know the contract, Vicki. Right. Know what we're doing, know how these days work, and know and know which items to say to a home seller. This is really something that you should do if it's a safety issue especially. Or if no, this is cosmetic or no, this this is, you know. Well, and as a seller, you do have a third option, which is just uh, declining all of the buyer's requests. Well, and too. so, I mean, that's always an option as well. But like you said, we're going to reach out to um, our sellers and kind of give them the scenarios based off of these responses and what we think would be fair, where we would really mm-hmm. see them going. Because, I mean, I've seen some instances, and it happens a lot with first time home buyers, mm-hmm. where they get an inspection and they're totally freaked out by every single totally item. Totally freaked the list. out. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and some of these items are so minor, but to them, it's, it's, craziness and so we really will negotiate back and forth and kind of educate both sides of the party as to where you know what is really material what's not um i've had instances where you know a buyer might want a whole new roof and the sellers only lived in the house for two or three years and i mean there's there's just tons of different negotiations at play and we want to make sure that whether you're on the buy side or the sale side if we're working with you that you're getting the best negotiations possible and I just wanted to mention, maybe you sold a, uh, sold a home in the past, and it was a few years back. Our purchase contracts did change just a few years ago. Of mm-hmm. uh, Just, you know, maybe three, four years ago, they changed. It used to be that the purchase contract had a section that talked about warranted items. Mm-hmm. So if you had some warranted items in your home, your appliances, even a pool heater, your air conditioning unit, and they weren't working, the contract said you had to have those items in working order by the close of escrow. That was all removed from our purchase contracts. So today, purchase contracts are as is. However, the buyer still has the opportunity to have the home inspection and ask you, the home seller, um, for some repairs. Absolutely. And the biggest thing we see are roof. Mm-hmm. Because we see a lot of roof where where the underlayment needs to be replaced. Heating and air conditioning is another big ticket item. Uh, sometimes it's a hot water heaters are big ticket items, Josh, and and garage doors and and so those those are the most expensive things that we see. Electrical Vicky? and plumbing yeah. can also add into that, but yes. those are kind of the big ticket mm-hmm, items. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I mean, I've seen little things like a toilet bowl hasn't been fully, you know, sealed to the floor, so. 
That oh, we see it all. And... We see it all. GFIs, right? That, <laughs> exactly. that's, a, that's a big anti-siphon valves on your hose. Go down to Home Depot and spend $5 and you can fix that. Right. There's all kinds of things. So, hey, we've had a great show today. We thank you for listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, your home sold guaranteed or Carol will buy it. Pick up the phone. Give Carol a call today at 480-776-5231. If you're thinking of making a move, reach out to us. Our family would love to sit down with you, talk with you, show you what your options are, and help you with your goals for your next home. And if you're in California and you won the Powerball and you've got (laughs) billions of dollars to spend, give me a call especially. I would love to help you buy that mansion on the hill. We've got one, $55 million. It could be yours. Call me, 480-776-5231. And for more information, you can always go to our website, carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. If you've missed any of the show, we do have our podcast there. So you can tune in. We also have our past shows as well. And if you're a second home buyer and you're in town for the Valley to buy a home, we can educate you on all the great communities here. Reach out to us. We'd love to help you get into a home this year. See you next week.